Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. This is a below the waterline episode, below the waterline. And I want to tell you real quickly what that means. I know there are a number of you that listen that aren't in the profession of giving financial advice. You're not financial advisors, but most of you that are listening are financial advisors. And these below the waterline episodes are specifically for financial advisors. Those of you who are listening, I think you'll still find it valuable. So listen on, particularly if you're doing any type of creative work. But I want to be clear specifically, I'm talking to real, my friends, my people right around the world, those of us who think of ourselves as real financial advisors with this episode. And I'm going to do more of these. So when I say below the waterline, no, it's about the health, the emotional, physical health of a financial advisor. Right. So episode number one, below the waterline episode number one, is about cold showers. I wrote about this a while ago. And by the time you listen to this, it will be well over 50 days in a row that I've been taking two-minute cold showers in the morning. There's occasionally been an evening one because I forgot in the morning or something happened, right? Like, I for some reason, I didn't take... It's not that I forgot. Maybe I was on a trip and we were motorcycling or mountain biking. I didn't take a shower in the morning. I took it in the evening. And so I had to take it in the evening. But either way, it's over 50 days of cold showers. And here's what I want to tell you, right? The reason these below the waterline episodes are so important to me is financial advisors face a unique set of stressors. A real financial advisor knows that their job involves dealing with incredibly important issues for people. Giving people advice about incredibly important stuff in the face of irreducible uncertainty, right? A real financial advisor knows and will readily admit that they don't know what the future will bring. And yet they've got to give advice in the face of that, right? They've got to give the best advice they can. And with that comes stress. Real, I know you do, right? The real financial advisors listening to this care deeply about their clients. In fact, most of their clients have cried in their offices, right? They know their values and their goals. They know their secret dreams. In many cases, they know more about them than maybe anybody else simply because in their office, they've talked about their dreams, their fears, their worries. And there's a tendency to take that on personally. In fact, a real financial advisor probably does, right? We take this as a sacred responsibility and trust that somebody's entrusted us with helping them reach those goals. And with that, and this is the point of these below the waterline episodes, with that comes stress. And with that, I mean, another way to think of this is often a real financial advisor is the release valve for everybody else's anxiety, right? And when it comes to investments specifically, we're the ones constantly walking people in off the ledge when they're thinking of doing something silly. Now, if you are the release valve for other people's anxiety, unless you're taking care of yourself, proactively taking care of yourself, that will get to you. If you're the one constantly walking people in off the ledge, It won't be long, unless you're taking care of yourself, it won't be long before you're the one out on the ledge. I've seen it in 15, well, actually 20 years, 20 years in this industry, I've seen it too much. There's a huge burnout rate, turnover rate. 
people leave the industry, there's no way to get rid of the uncertainty. It's irreducible. And so what we have to do is work on the tool. You know, Stephen Covey used to say, we need to keep the saw sharp. Take time to sharpen the saw instead of just continually sawing, right? And one of those things, one of those things is something as simple as taking a cold shower, right? Go just type it in the Google machine, right? Type in benefits of cold therapy, cold water therapy. Type in cold showers, you'll find it. I mean, there's real research on it. There's plenty of anecdotal stories as well. And those anecdotal stories were good enough for me, but there's actually some real research as well. And for me, it's been hugely beneficial. Increased mood, increased energy, increased circulation. I'm excited to start the day. I've had friends, lots of friends who have tried this as a result of me talking about it, who've told me it's better. I don't drink coffee, but they've told me it's better than their morning coffee, right? You can't help. One of the things that's exciting about it is you can't help but yell in the shower like, woohoo, yeah, you know, like, and, and just that starting your day, it may not be the best thing for the rest of the people in the house, depending on what time it is. But you get out of the shower and you want to give whoever's standing there a high five, right? Like you're excited and jazzed to start the day. Increased mood, all of that stuff. But what else is helpful, incredibly valuable to me has been repeatedly doing something that I know is good for me and that I really don't want to do. (laughs) Like every morning, I'm still like, oh my gosh, really? I'm going to turn this thing to cold? Or I've started now, I'm actually starting to make the shower, the cold shower more extreme. Like often I live in Utah and in the morning for the winter, at least it's dark when I get up and getting up in the dark, walking straight in, climbing into the shower and turning it straight to cold. <laughs> That's my new version of this. And doing that is really hard. And so repeatedly doing something I know is good for me, but is hard to do gives me the energy, like, I can't remember who, I think it was Brian Tracy that said, like, if you start your day out by eating a frog, you know, there, you know, you've done the hardest thing you'll do all day. <laughs> now, I would much rather take a cold shower than eat a frog. So that benefit's been surprising to me. Look, I'm not suggesting that you have to do this. I'm just saying, look, if, if I'm about to change your life, real financial advisor, <laughs> take a cold shower in the morning. And More importantly, this was just an introduction to the Below the Waterline series. I've named it that because there's all this stuff above the waterline that we all see, sort of like the iceberg that's sticking out above that we think of as doing financial planning. And for many of you, you're also entrepreneurs, most of you, right? You're also entrepreneurs or you'd like to be. You're working at a big firm and you want to be an entrepreneur. And what we think of as doing entrepreneurship and doing financial planning, the stuff we see above, you know, spreadsheets, calculators, you know, interview skills, all of that stuff. It's really, really important. But there's a huge giant iceberg below the waterline that's called you. And that stuff, we don't talk about it much. And I've sort of appointed myself as vice president of unspeakable things. And I'm going to start talking about it. Things like diet, taking a cold shower, things like depression, your relationship with your spouse, your family, how all of those things that we're not allowed to talk about that we all know are incredibly important. I'm going to talk about them in this Below the Waterline series. So let me know if you've got ideas that you'd like to hear about. Like I know many of you in Australia wonder 
how planners are doing things in America. And I know the good planners here recognize the incredible work that goes on in Australia and the UK and South Africa all over. And we'd love to hear your stories too. So I'm going to, and I happen to know many of you from around the world, and I'm going to start telling more and more of those stories. So if you have a question and you're in South Africa and you want to know, hey, you know, I'm doing it this way here. Is is that like, I'm kind of lonely. I'm way out. Is that right? Well, I can tell you, send them to me, right? I'll talk about them here on Behavior Up Radio. So send them to me. And the same thing with all of you here in America and Australia and the UK that listen to this, because I know many of you do, because I can see the stats and I see your emails and boy, I appreciate it. But let me know, what are you doing that's helping you deal with the constant stress of uncertainty that we have to deal with in our industry. Send those stories and comments for me to use on Behavior Gap Radio. Send them to hello at Behavior Gap Radio. Hello at BehaviorGapRadio.com. For those of you outside the United States, it's spelled behavior is spelled without a U. So send them to hello at BehaviorGap.com. And I didn't mean that. Sorry. We spell behavior incorrectly (laughs) without a U. So send them to the American spelling behaviorgap.com. Hello at behaviorgap.com. Thanks and have an awesome week. Mm -hmm.